thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Barron, and I appreciate you coming to hang out with me today. Alrighty, I do appreciate it a lot. Taking time out of your day, or time in your day. Maybe you're driving and you're listening to my sweet voice. Alright, either way, thanks for being here. I appreciate the heck out of you guys. If you like the show, smash that subscribe button. If you're a daredevil and you think the earth is round, you should probably hit that subscribe button also because I believe that. Um, thank you guys. I'm so amped up right now. I really am. Um, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Go check it out. It's lit. Um, just kidding. It is a good spot for you to find everything going on in the Brutally Honest Podcast from uh, what I'm doing to ways to support. If you'd like, go on patreon.com forward slash Brutally Honest Podcast or Brutally Honest Podcast.com and you can just click the support button and you could donate a small monthly amount to the podcast to help it grow. All the money that I make on the podcast literally goes back into the podcast. So don't think I'm lining my pockets with it. It's now I have now I have a video camera. Now I have uh, a, a beautiful new microphone for YouTube that is officially started, but this show is not on there. Um, those shows are not separate. I just it, I just didn't have it at the time, and I'm a little backed up on podcasts. Just let me be, please. I really. Just please. All right. That's really it, guys. My guest. Nope. Just kidding. Show sponsors. That's next because I need to learn how to read. Show sponsor today. We have one sponsor today. Agile Dragon Consulting. I talk about it each week, guys, because it works. We make decisions in our life based on the information we have. You don't go to weddings because they're dumb expensive. You don't buy expensive cars because insurance is a lot of money. You understand that. You know things. You make better decisions. It's all about making better decisions at the end of the day. I feel like I can't even say decisions anymore. Decisions. But if you're a business owner and you have information, utilize it correctly. Make better business decisions. That's literally the core principles of Agile Dragon Consulting. All right. You're a business owner. You have information. Make better results out of it. You're going to use them to make better results. Simple as that. And that's it, guys. Short, sweet, simple. Less than five minutes. When, oh, my, my, blah, 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 blah. By the way, my new goal is to get all my ads, my whole intro done in five minutes, unless I have like three pod, I mean, uh, three sponsors, in which case I got to make it a little bit longer, especially if there's some things going on. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I do appreciate it. My guest today is my friend Tom Graff. Talks about an amazing story, things going on. If you're a Long Island local, you should be, first of all, you absolutely should be subscribed to this. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But if you're not a Long Island local, uh, or you visit Long Island, you're going to get a ton of information on some towns in here, mainly Patchogue, uh, what's going on over there. Like I said, if you're a Long Island local, you obviously know what Patchogue is. It's a small little town. It's exploding. Lots of great things are going on there. I would love to hear your feedback on all of it. If you like it, review it, leave a review, share it out with somebody. I do appreciate it. Without any further ado, my friend, Tom Graff.
up, buddy? How are you? What's up, my brother? How's everything going on? Good. How are you healing up? Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, we can we can hit that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how are you healing up? Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a daily struggle, but sure. it's but it's cool. It's more on the uh, annoying uh, end of things. Really? Yeah. Why? Just the uh, putting on the the leg compression, but outside of that, you know, sure. being on my feet if I'm behind the bar. Uh, I got you. Still yeah. behind the bar. So one hundred bar, doing that a few days a week. Uh, right now we're doing three days a week. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you, you know. got some side projects and stuff like that. Yeah, it works for me. The uh, the bar, you know, just keeping in touch with the with the locals and. You know, it works. The locals. Yeah. Long Island lifestyle. Long Island lifestyle. It's all about the locals. It is. So uh, do you want to share with everybody your injury? Because I think it's a pretty unique injury, and I think shedding light. And cheers, by the way. Definitely cheers. Um, We got a little beer here from... uh, If if you're cool with talking about it, if you don't want to talk about it, totally. totally No, I'd love to talk about it. I'll I'll touch on it quick. And we got the beer here from uh, from Ryan over at the the Patch Oak Beer Project, new, new brewery over there, which is awesome. Cheers to him. Thanks. Yeah. He sees this, right? Thanks for, uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for bringing some beer on. The Patchogue Beer Project. Easy Sweezy. Oh, that's the one. N-E- what is an N-E-I-P-A? I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that We're one. We're going to Google it but real quick. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, yeah, so quick, I'll, I'll jump into that. Uh, and, and they can it right there. So I actually called him before I came in. I said, listen, I'm going, you know, I got to go. <laughs> I'm going and, uh, somewhere. I need some yeah, beer. Quickly, can me some beer, and uh, it was there waiting for me. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so that worked out. You know, a NEPA N E I P A is a is essentially an unfiltered IPA or double IPA that's been aggressively hopped. Uh, appearances range from a slightly hazy or cloudy to opaque or muddy. Interesting. This is more opaque, I would say. Yeah, it's got yeah. a nice little color. Good that's flavor. That's not bad. Uh, you know, uh, you probably gave us the strongest beer. Dude, it's eight percent. So we say nice. I'm glad that we didn't have a giant yeah. can because I'd die by the end of the oh, show. Oh, is it eight percent? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I had soup for lunch, so it's not like <laughs> I have anything. I don't have a. I don't have a. Uh, a vehicle in my stomach that is suitable for extensive drinking. I should say. Love it. I had a little something, but uh, so, so quick. You know, uh, I had a knee surgery. Okay. And uh, had some complications. Sure. And had some blood clots through my leg into my stomach, and you know that wasn't fun. It lasted, no, not at all. Yeah, it lasted I remember for a while. What happened, yeah, yeah. So I it took all, pretty much a year off of what I was doing. But at the time, outside of the restaurant, I was trading equities. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I kind of took a leave of absence from teaching, mm-hmm. which I originally did, and uh, I got into equities. So I was a licensed trader. I had my Series Fifty Six. I worked for a firm in Manhattan. Okay. And I kind of went through some of that stuff with yep, you there, yep. but uh, it was called T3. Had a good time doing that. Uh, you know, the highs and lows of trading. Sure. Uh, you know, making a ton of money and then. Yeah, when it's good, it's good. Yeah, when it's bad, it's bad. Uh, yeah, high frequency trading is, is you know, not for the faint. But uh, so it worked out for me in that sense when the injury happened because I was able to work from home. But. Uh, I was in a wheelchair for a while, and you know the crutch played the crutch scene. And I live in a basement apartment in my dad's house oh. over in Patchog. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. It was. Uh, I was taken care of well. You know, my girlfriend took care of me well, and and my family, and they've been there for me. So, and then you know, just the doctors, constant blood work, and you know, it was it was it was rough. But I still have the clots, and I wear a compression sleeve, 
and it's not the end of the world because I'm sure. still alive, right? So now, what's the story with the clots? Are they ever going to be able to get rid of them? Or no, I I don't know. You know, I hope that at some point they kind of they dissipate. dissolve and break up. Or yeah, is that what they said? It's a little scary. I was supposed to, so I started off in a hospital. I was there for eleven days. I was taken. Uh, um, I forget what it was called. Whatever. It's some one of the older drugs, and then uh, to to thin the blood. Sure. And then after that, I took Zarelto for okay. a year. Sure. And you know, there, there's really you don't have to. Eat, you can you can keep on a regular diet with sure. Zarelto, which was cool. Mm-hmm. There's some complications if you get hurt. Okay. With, with like bleeding out. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blood thinner. That, yeah. So yep. I don't know if that's different now, um, but so I, I I stayed on that for about a year. And I came off it, and I just take uh, a baby Tylenol. All right. Not so, bad. Yeah. So I crossed my feet, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. You got gonna, lucky. You got real I lucky. I had a, a long ambulism, after, you know, in the hospital with that, too. So, you know, I kind of traveled a little bit. So, you know, knock on wood, not this one. But, yeah, yeah we, uh, <laughs> we, you know. Um, so that was, you know, it was, it's, it, but it, it's just like anything else, one of those annoying. Yeah, you take, you take it as it comes, and. You know, unfortunately, yeah. you got the you got the bad hand at that time, and yeah, you you play it the best you can, and yeah, you I know, mean, it is what it is. I used to ref, so I ref uh, uh, junior high and JV basketball okay. for Abo, and I I stopped doing that because sure. of this, just to kind of keep the knee intact and sure. you know sure. not do any do anything crazy, understanding the limitation that I have, but you know outsourcing it to other other means of sure. keeping in shape you yeah know? just because you can't do one thing it doesn't mean you can't do another exactly yeah damn that's yeah. crazy well you're here now yeah. i'm here and it's cool fit healthy um, yeah looking good as oh, always right. yeah thank you sir the thank you, uh thank you. so what else is good uh, you know you you got a bunch of different things going on you're a patchwork local patchwork so i guess i should give the view the the viewers the listeners a little rundown patchwork is the town nearby Lately, as of what, probably four or five years ago, it's been exploding. Yeah, I mean, if we look at Patchogue, I mean, we have. Uh, you can move that whole thing around, by the way. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, we, we look at it specifically and say that it's the biggest economic growth story in two decades on Long Island. Oh, know? without a doubt. Oh yeah. I mean, we brought in, or Patchogue has brought in over well over a half a billion dollars in economic growth sure if not more honestly i i really yeah. i think that's a low number yeah um and hundreds of million dollars in publicly funded uh you know projects around i mean i live in a, a hundred million dollar project the 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 village sure. the, the, the the new village yeah, yeah, yeah. the new village apartments um so it's huge Sure. It's gaining a lot of attention. It's the epicenter of everything mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, right here, Exhibit A, beer. Sure. Restaurant space. Not the best restaurants in the world, but there's plenty of them. Uh, which there's, is believe it, there's some pretty damn good restaurants in Patchogue. There's some, yeah. There's some, what, what, you know. Which ones are you, are you less fanatically uh, fanatical about? Uh, I mean, we, we have our favorites. I mean, the ore, right? We got to go that's for the ore. Always got to have the ore on we the list. Got to have the ore, man. That's that's the, uh, the sponsored top. sponsored shout out by the way. Sponsored exactly. shout. <laughs> yeah, the just or, kidding. Yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Uh, they're in there. Uh, put it this way: you have your different caliber of restaurants, right? Yes. Whether you want a quickie, and that's my new thing. I think the new trend when it comes to restaurants, and I've been in a restaurant pretty much for, my yeah. entire life. Sure. Uh, when it came, you know, when it comes to when I was able to work in the food industry but um the new trend is quick eats and cheap eats but good wholesome eats 
Yeah. And you'll you'll get that. It's hard from, to have the trifecta though. It, it is, but if you you know if you do it right, it's easy. So you you get it from say like a swell taco or something sure. like that, where you, you you know you're in you're out. It's cheap. You don't have to spend 120 dollars. Yeah. You know it's a decent meal, right? I mean how how unhealthy. Food's great. You? Yeah, it's not Taco Bell, right? If you're sure. making it there. Um, you know, places Taco Bell like is that. the upper echelon of fast foods. By Taco the way. Bell is, is is beautiful, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's few and far between. Um, but places like that, that's a new trend. And if you can keep them healthy, yeah, and you can keep them cheap, yeah, and you're able to serve, uh, which I missed, uh, alcohol, sure, at the same time, boom. And you know, that was almost like what. Remember the noodle place over by where Panera is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was noodles cool. company. They went quick, though. They, they didn't, you know, I don't know what happened to them. I, the, know, it's I know exactly same. what happened to them. They were one of my favorite restaurants around here. And, and, they, and they served alcohol. They did serve alcohol. Um, it was nice just being able to have, you know, a beer while you're eating. Yeah, but not that, you know, I mean. We look, I'm not an alcoholic, hey. but, no, you know, but, but sometimes beer complements noodles. Yeah. So um, Noodles and Company is actually owned by... I don't want to mess it up. I think it's the same company that owns Panera. Yeah, it's the same, right? And the same as... Yeah. Yeah. And they closed 56 stores countrywide. And so there was was originally one in Farmingdale a couple... Like, slightly earlier than that, I want to say by like a year or two. Then they opened the one out here. The problem with the one out here is it's just there's not enough... There's not enough traffic to that location. Like, it's it's a good location, but there's not enough people to sit there and say, oh, there's a noodles company, let me pull in. You know, that's a, that's a shopping center where you're constantly getting people going to the one of the major stores in the surrounding areas, but there's no way to get there from there. Like, getting into that shopping center, you have to... You have to get off, come around. Yep, you have to. Boom. Yeah, it's a giant loop. It's yeah. a very long loop. If you actually drive it, it's like, it's like four or five minutes. Yeah. So if you miss it, you got to go either all the way down to you know Nichols Road and loop back, or mm-hmm. all the way up and, and pull a Yui, or cut through the the plaza. Yeah. Um. But it it just it didn't have enough visibility to to go, and I think that was one of the major problems. Then the company was losing money and wanted to really only keep the really successful stores, so that was the first one, which was crazy because they had just finished it. Yeah, I and know. Right but on it the went downhill block. real fast. Yeah, like and they weren't upkeeping the furniture, right? They, yeah, dude, and, that place well, was great. I loved. Place, I was a big advocate. Well, they also didn't advertise. There was zero advertising yeah. done, and it's and the problem. The other problem is it wasn't a big enough name like Panera. That people just say, oh, it's Panera. You know, I should let me go get, you know, let me go grab a sandwich and salad. Yeah. I guess it was more like saying what you're saying. It was more of a, a, a sit-down meal where I guess people, you know, weren't weren't into it. You're not grabbing it. it. You corporate. can't grab and go because you got to eat it with a fork. Yeah, it was pasta. Um, but that I love was... the concept, though, and I believe in it. I think that that is the, the next hot thing sure. is cheaper eats i mean how many people can I, I don't know about you me how many people can go out three or four times a week and spend 180 dollars with if you have a couple drinks sure. and dinner with two or three people sure it, it's just it's not reasonable sure you know i agree i mean the, the, those places they're still there they still exist and they'll still be there Absolutely. but when you have 
you know, with what what's going on in Patchog, so many restaurants now you have choices, yeah, and and it and it costs so much money. And now that you're very particular about where you're going to to spend yep. spend some some dime. I think I think we have a major problem right now where there's so many young people spending an exorbitant amount of money on going out. Also, because going out in Patchog is not cheap. There are good places. Like I, I'm glad that you use Swell Taco for as an example. Mm-hmm. I think Swell is the perfect idea of like a place that you could go to, you can enjoy yourself, and you don't break the bank. Yeah. But I get invited out to Patchog all the time, and I always, I 99% of the time, I refuse. And people are like, why do you refuse? I'm like, because it's a $200 a night out. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Between going out to dinner, I'm not going to go out to dinner on a great on a night that I want to go out. And I'll be like, oh, I'm trying to spend $10 on dinner. No, I want to have a nice dinner with friends and, you know, whoever. Dinner's going to be 30, 30 to, you know, the plate alone is going to be 30 bucks Plus an app, you're talking about an extra $10, $10. Maybe dessert to share with the table, you know, an extra $5 a head. You're looking at, what, $45, $50. You're going to get two or three, two, three, four beers at full price because they're probably not having happy hour in the restaurant. That's you're you're starting the night by the time you walk out of your first restaurant you're 80 80 to 100 dollars in the hole oh yeah Easy. so the next restaurant you go to wherever it is or bar hop whatever it is i find it hard to believe you're not going to spend at least 100 dollars another if you're if you're in it for the long haul and god forbid uh, you have some beer muscles on, and you're taking care of the tab for the next mm-hmm. restaurant. You talking? You spend a three hundred dollar night. It's, I mean, Jesus, you know, some people only making five hundred dollars a week. I know how that. I mean, that's that's my and these are real. These are real numbers. This isn't even. This is not skewed at all. These are absolutely realistic numbers. I mean, you go for a dinner, a quick dinner. Uh, you're spending twenty dollars on a steak, and you know you have a couple beers and a glass of wine. God forbid. You know, I mean, you go out like you said. If you're committing to going out. You don't want to hold back, you know? No. If, so. it's, if it's my night out, I'm going out to enjoy myself. Exactly. But then people get angry. They're like, I have I have a weird problem, and this is not to sound like a, a douche and brag, but I have a lot of friends. And my friends don't, they don't co-mingle. So I have this friend group, and then I have this friend group, and then I have this friend group, and then I have this friend group. And... None of them, you know, they'll hang out together, but none of them are ever going to say, let's go out with them and let's go out with them and let's go out with them. So it makes it even harder because I'll go out one night, you know, even on a light night. Let's just say I go out on a light night, spend 50 to 100 bucks, you know, in and out, 50, 100 bucks. Well, that's a Tuesday. Well, then Wednesday rolls around. Dude, what are you doing? I'm working. Dude, just come out for a beer. One beer turns into... Ah, uh, you know, even at Momo's, right across the street. Yeah. I'll go to Momo's. Yeah. Uh, now I'm telling people where my office is. Yeah. But I'll go to Momo's. I'll have, you know, two, three beers. You're talking about $6 a pop, 20 bucks plus meal. You're talking about another $15, $18. So you're talking about $40-something plus tip. You're talking about $50, $60. Bucks. That's two days. I still got five left that I got to get through. Yeah. And it's Tuesday. Yeah. And, that, and and especially if you're known around town to to be in the industry, that you can't leave a two dollar tip. It's, yeah. You know, so then you wind up, you know, you go out and you kind of, and it's a shame you got to put all these numbers in the back of your head, like, hey, honey, you want to go out for a beer? Yeah, we'll go out for one. Turns into two or three, and then like you just said, it's, it's fifty dollars, easy fifty sixty bucks, easy Boom, done. And it's like, damn. Um, and my girlfriend drinks vodka, which is yeah. I'm not complaining, but 
You know, can I get a Tito's and soda? Eight, nine, ten, twelve. You know, depending oh, on the bar. Being, like, I've seen it as high as eleven dollars for a Tito's and soda. Oh yeah, it's cheap. And it's you're like, you, I mean, yeah, it's it's insanity. Um, like eleven, so she gets two or three drinks. That's just her beverages alone. Yeah, a thirty-something dollars yeah. plus tip. You're talking forty to forty-five dollars on just beverages. Yeah, it's crazy. No, I'm with it, and. I don't know what the answer is, man. I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are out there probably, you know, grinding their teeth if they're listening, you know, eventually. But when it comes to their overhead and their cost sure. and, hey, listen, you know, and they I get own. it. But um, so, I don't know. That's why I said I think the new trend are those places that aren't trying to sure. either either rape the customer or, um, you know. I, I just yeah, they're know not the, raking it, them over the coals. Yeah. You know. So, so that's the beautiful part about Swell Taco. You go on Tuesday. Speaking of which, today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Taco if you go, Tuesday. You go to Taco Tuesday. I kid you not, you could walk out with a full stomach and a little bit of a buzz for twenty bucks. Boom, and you, that's that's the that's the going rate these days. Yeah, like I put it this way, and I, uh, we go to the it's called the Chicken Place the on chicken. Main Street. Okay, dude, it's in, like a in Peruvian. Patrick? Yeah. Really? Insane. What's it? What is it? What kind of food is this? It's uh, Peruvian, I think it is. Really? Yeah. What's it called? The chicken place. In and place? out. Yeah, chicken place. Dinners for three plus a couple beers. You're good to go. Sixty bones. I'm telling you. Really? And it's good food. It's not that you know. It's what not amazing. It's not amazing. Yeah. It's, oh, it's the, all on Main Street. It's on Main Street. It's called the Chicken Place. Has it been there forever? Yeah, it's been I, for as long as I know. And we just randomly went in there. You know, it's like one of those off the wall good food. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I love that shit. And that's what I'm saying. That's the the and I before uh with my my upper end trend used to be uh BYOB. Have you ever been to BYOB? No. Insanity. Really? Insanity. Where's where's BYOB? There's one on 112. It's called the uh it's not the you know, it's a no frills. It's great food though. Um the curry kebab. Oh, I love that place. BYOB, bro. Oh, bring your own beers. Yeah, we we brought Their in booze. Yeah. We oh, I didn't in, know there'd be YLB. Yeah, insane. We brought in a martinis. Bottle <laughs> dude, I shit shit you not. We brought in a bottle of kettle right across the street. Yeah. Right? The yeah, liquor yeah. store, right? Yep, or yep, right there. Yep. Brought it in. They came in, they gave us a shakers, a glass, a martini glass. We even put olives in the thing for us. No. No joke, bro. I brought in beer, magnums of wine. You name it, and then we just go in and buy. That's, I mean, I, I don't that's know. That's awesome. I know. The overhead on what they're making, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, they're not obviously out to make a million dollars. But that is where. Look, if they're allowing at. it, if they're allowing it, you can't complain. Dude, you can't beat that. That is. That's that worth is. going out and having dinner. You could shake your own martini. Are you kidding me? So, you know, it's weird. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's, <laughs> that's the that's the best dude, thing ever. It's weird. That is cool. when you save money on booze. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's fu- That yeah. is hysterical. Well, uh, I got a chicken. The chi- oh, the chicken yeah. place. I yeah. pass this place all the damn time. Yeah, you got to get in there, man. It's really? It's like a budgeting. We're, we're talking about budgeting. I love it. So the uh, How to Save Money podcast, here we are. What else? <laughs> how, to, <laughs> how to Save Money. Yeah. I know. I, I don't even think it's saving money. I just think, you know, and I love what Patrick's doing. I just can't imagine. Like, don't get, and don't get, and here's the crazy part. Here's when I figured, here's the moment I realized that Patrick was winning. I was going to school in Farmingdale, which means, and I was, and I'm in a fraternity over there, and a lot of those kids lived in Nassau, 
from deep Nassau, closer to New York City, yeah. to more eastern Nassau, which is like right on the you know the East Farmingdale border. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah, and people from there were trying to figure out how to get to Patchogue. Like they're like, oh, we'll meet you at the train, and we'll take the train to Patchogue mm. or whatever it is. And I'm like, holy shit, they. Whatever Patchogue is doing, and I don't know if there's one specific person to thank for, like, the economic boom there. Mm-hmm. But the when I realized – when I heard these guys saying, oh, we're going to Patchogue, and I'm like, dude, it's a 35-minute drive for me to get to college, and that's on the that's – that's still in Suffolk. So – the fact that you guys are willing to go forty plus minutes to go to to go out is mind blowing. Yeah, and 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 but put it this way, I mean, back so what, where we used to go. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a tiny bit older than you, right? Uh, Very little, just bit. a tiny bit, just a little. But bit. We, I used to go to Port Jeff. Port Jeff was Port Jeff was the hot Port spot Jeff before Patchogue. Yeah. So you know, when I think about areas that resonate with me, and you know, I wasn't. I, we've gone to the city. I've done sure. things like that, right? Uh, Huntington and Babylon. Sure. Babylon's another close in area. Nowadays, sure. I don't even bother driving. I'll just take the train out there and, sure. and hook up over there. But, um, you know, people are coming out here because somehow Patchogue branded themselves. I, I The only per- – here's the craziest thing, and this is where I think that some people are going to agree or disagree with me. I think the single biggest thing in Patchogue – is Blue Point beer. Blue Point is there. That is the major turning stone for that place. And I, and I don't want to say thanks to Blue Point for, for everything, but I genuinely believe that that was the, for lack of a better term, bottom bitch to hold the whole thing up. Like, that was, that is the, the, the bottom of... The, the foundation that held everything together that allowed for foot traffic, for people to travel, they beat the industry in as far as micro beers go. They were the you know one of the first ones to get super popular. They were one of the first ones to get bought up. You know, that was just such a major change. And then now with what's going on, it's just incredible. But that was, I think, I genuinely think that coming from local, and, and you live local, that was the catalyst to this up this this monumental change yeah uh, and no i agree definitely you know blue point had a big had a big piece piece of the pie of what's going on now you know and look at what they are now and then outside of that they're looking to to build outside you know west west of maine down there where they are uh so they're gonna oh in the in the parking lot or uh just on main street right there Oh, really? Yeah, so they're looking to, to push down there, and then they're also looking to push now down towards the water, which rightfully so. Rightfully so. I don't know where you're at with that beer. Um, okay, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, so, you know, rightfully so. The water needs, you know, if you want to, you know, talk about the past, you look at, you know, how the wa- the water is really what started it. You know, to an extent. Like, you have that Patchogue River. It's historic. Sure. Patchogue River is a hot spot, too. You know, and then the restaurant and... It, at the ore has been it's been there for over between 30 the, I years. think between the ore the deck the, uh, off Kitiki although that was more popular before my time um, 
you know, I do agree with all those spots on the water, too. Yeah. You can pull in, and you can almost go on a mini booze cruise just in Patchogue Canal. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, but, yeah, no, Ch- Patchogue is, is big. Uh, lots of attention coming in, pouring in, you sure. know, with buckets, and it's not going to stop, period. I no, mean, I don't think so. I don't, Until... You know, I know straight hand of what some of the things are going on. I don't want to mention them here, but I know there's some things. I've been I've sat down with some people, and I know, you know, outside of like the the obvious hotels coming in sure, and, and sure. parking garages and things like that. There's uh, Patrick's gonna you know continue to grow. I just hope that they do it efficiently, especially when it comes to the eateries and retail. I hope they do it the right way, and they might have some growing pains along the way. But you, you think know, there's gonna be a lot of retail in Patrick? I'd like to see more retail in there. I'd like to see more support for the retail because especially, you know, with the overhead of of renting, you know, unless you own something. Sure, sure. You know, a building. Um, But, yeah, I'd like to see more foot traffic in there. I think that, you know, you have Saville, right? Saville is a a boutique. Boutique uh, place, yeah. Yeah, you know, foot traffic area. You have Cornucopia, which is awesome. Sure. I think Sable, Sable could be the next town. The problem with Sable and where we where Sable is a major problem because I work in Sable also is they don't have um, sewers. And Patchogue has sewers, okay. which is the major difference where all the restaurants in Sable are capped out. You can't build any higher because there's just not enough space to put human waste. Okay. Major, major problem there. Yeah. Um, I didn't know and that. nobody. So you're building up. Yeah, you can't build up because you can't have any more rooms and, and showers because you got to put somewhere. You, some, there's got to be somewhere where the wastewater and human waste can go yeah. to be treated. Yeah. Patrick has. Was the, that just in the village for the most? Or, or it's not a village, but it's right on Main Street? Just or? Main Street. If they could okay. just do Main Street, you yeah. know, Patrick has, as far as I know, cesspools for everywhere except Main Street. As far as I know, they have sewers there. Yeah. So. You know that's tre- that's tremendously powerful, where Sable doesn't have that, and a lot of these other towns don't necessarily have that either. I'm not sure about Port Jeff, but I know factually that Sable doesn't have it, and that is, and because they don't, your limits on the amount of patrons you can have in your restaurant are down. Yep. Then you know the size of your buildings are down. You know there there's so many different things that you can't have you know they're they're tapped out on restaurants they i don't think they'll zone for anything else and if they do it's going to be another maybe one or two very small facilities okay um yeah you I know mean, you only have a handful of places i mean we got the cricket right is that we got cr- the cricket cafe joel cafe joel five Burger points place. cafe yeah. portly yeah la tabla yeah uh, but that east that there's that is that um that's sable too the the east uh What's it called? Cafe or something like that? I heard it's uh, pretty decent now. The East now. Cafe? East, um... Where is it? Or Bluestone or uh, The Dive? No. The East Cafe? Yeah. They, I've heard they, they're they're pretty good. One of the... It was voted the most romantic spot or something like that. Uh, oh, Egan Cafe? No. It's uh, East... It's, I forget the name of it, but... You know what it's by? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's down... Um, is it between Sable and Bay? maybe it's Bayport? Maybe it's Bayport. I don't know. Over by the fish store down there? I the think. Gray Horse? No, not the Gray Horse, no. But the Gray Horse is great too. This is another farm to farm to table. There's Gray Horse Blackbirds in Bayport. 
and um, um, Le Soie. Le Soie, the French restaurant. Another great place, yeah. Um, that's one place that I want to go to, but I I just, I don't really have a, I don't, oh, are you talking not off the block? It's on Main Street. It's on Main Street. Yeah, it's called East something. Someone was just telling me, I just, I sat down with, um, with a yoga studio over in Sayville yesterday, and they were, they were giving me a heads up on it. I got Little Nook, Hoi Ming, South Shore Dive, Bluestone Tavern, West Sable, nope, uh, Parlor House Grill, Poorly Villager, Seacrest Sable Diner, Subway Restaurant, La Tavla, Duncan, Sobol Sable, Crickets, Starbucks, Aiden Cafe, Buteras. No, no. Bistro no, no. 25 and the Sable Inn. None of the above. Bistro 25, maybe. That place is cool. That might be it. Yeah, that place is great. Is that that might be that's a free oh there's building, there's right? bistro twenty there's bistro twenty five east that that's might be the one yes I heard that that's in Blue Point okay that makes sense we, I'm we, like I don't we, think there's anybody there's really not too much in Bayport we got it. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that was it I heard that another good location you know so with all that you got few and far between like so so when I go out usually on meetings and I and I usually kind of pick uh my girlfriend's name is ruby and i pick her brain and i say hey listen what's the first thing that comes to your mind just a little quick thing uh when i talk about say restaurant you know or beer or bank sure and she'll you know say bank of america or the or you know that might be discriminatory because we are part of the you know the family there or you know like the way you put that the family yeah yeah. good people over there yeah we're, we're we're family so um, and I mean, I hope they feel the same way. I think so. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey, I, mean I, re- I really, you know, I really hope they th- they share yeah. the same thing. You know, <laughs> you know. But um, so and she usually come back with something quick, and I say quick, 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 and you know. Uh, but is that how you figure out where you're gonna go? That's why when I'm sitting down with somebody and I and I'll tell them straight up and I'll say, hey, listen, you know, my 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 sales pitch is basically I'm the worst salesman on Long Island. It's sure. Not, if not New York State extended, <laughs> but I have the best product here, and looking forward to showing you. Not sure if you're a fit for me. Not sure if you're a fit, you know, vice versa here. But uh, I, you know, I sat down with my girlfriend. I asked her what you know first thing that came to her mind when we were talking about banking, and she said Bank of America. Do you, you know, sure. Do we want to change? Do we know that needs to be a change? Sure. You know, especially in this area. You know, there's demographics, you know, and so that was something I said when I, when I sat down with uh, Sterling National. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is this the same same stuff here? No, this is different. Oh, so this is different. Yeah, so it's Easy Squeezy NEPA, and that is the, uh, I don't remember the name of that Oh, one. this one's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Meandering Ale. Meandering Ale. Well, go for it. I like the Easy Squeezy. I, I, if, so for people that aren't from, from Patrick, there, there's a... Oil company called Sweezy, um, Sweezy Sweezy's in yeah. Patchogue, yep. and that's where the headquarters is, and they just deliver oil, and they actually have a street named after them. Okay, so that's where's this? Where, where, what street is that? That's uh, Kent over there. My my friend Kent was um, uh, one of the family members. Sweezy's is on the. Sorry, I'm trying to orientate myself here. East southeast end of Montauk, of uh, Patchogue, south of Montauk. Okay. Is it the street that the building's on? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right by the tracks right there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, no. It's, uh, sorry, it's not on there. It's on, uh, technically, it's off of, 
Um, technically, it's off of Ryder. Where's Sweezy Street? Unless they just put up a new sign that says Sweezy Street over there. Like, kind of like underneath it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I know I've seen it over there. Yeah. Good people have been here for, for years. I mean, it, my dad uh, worked for, is in the business when it comes to oil and stuff like that. So I grew up with that. Oh, okay. Know? Uh, he worked for Petro and, uh, well, uh, Right Fuel, Reliance, and then Petro. They all bought each other out. Sure, sure. He's actually uh, looking to retire in a, in a couple months, which is awesome for him. And same thing. So he's in that in that, that service business. Um, nice. Yeah, pretty cool. So I was able to sit down with Sweezy's recently and, uh, you know, see what happens with Petro. But... You know, I grew up with that with that smell my entire life. Ugh. The oil, man. It just it just sits. In the oil. It was crazy. I, you know, my dad was uh, worked as a, worked as a behind off. That's uh, a six tough seven industry. days a week. Yep, crazy. Still tough industry. It. Still does it. It's crazy. Um, so talk to me about. Uh, oh my God! Excuse me. Frog in my frog in my throat. I think that's the first time I've ever said that. Yeah. You know what do you got? What do you, you got? Some some stuff going on that I find very interesting between Long Island lifestyle, the, the yep. magazine. What do you what do you bring into Patchog and stuff like that? Yeah, Patchog. I mean, you know, I've been out here, so you know, we have a talk of some more fun stuff here. I mean, I grew up in Ronkonkoma for the most part. Sure. Uh, and you, like I said, barely ever saw my dad. He's you know great people. Worked his uh, his his ass off and understand that that work ethic you know sure. but we also were a, a foster home so i have uh, seven adopted brothers and sisters which Holy is awesome shit. cool yeah it's pretty cool that's awesome i have a, a older brother younger sister blood and then i have a half brother and, and sister because my dad decided to have experiment with uh, sex again at the age of 50 plus <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, good for him good yeah, for him I, you know but uh, yeah, so that experiment with yeah. sex again. So that what was does that. this feel like? It's yeah. been a while, you know. Um, <laughs> but but outside of that, you know, I you know I went to school, uh, tried to do a million things, and I went for teaching. Sure. Got my associates over at uh, Suffolk. Loved it. It was cool. Had a lot of fun. Sure. Especially to begin with. Sure. It was more of you know it was more of a frat house than 13th anything else. Thirteenth grade is a great grade. Dude, it was cool. We just coordinated, which was a mistake. We coordinated all of our classes to, so that we could go to them together. Oh God! Not caring whether it had anything to do with what we wanted to do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's everybody's first year. Yeah, or so it was. Uh, it was. I think I got like a point, like point like <laughs> two or something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so after that, I transferred. I I graduated there, and then I went to St. Joe's, and then. Um, I got my teaching degree, at bachelor's there, and then I got my master's over at Stony Brook. But I taught for a bunch of years, um, got got laid off, accessed, whatever you want to call it, and moved into, like I was telling you, the equity thing. Sure. And still working at the restaurant all these years. I've uh, been there, I think, 16, 17. Someone oh can my fact God. check that. Yeah, right? And I'm waiting for I'm wondering if I have a pension plan. I don't know if they've been putting money away, maybe in the, you know. One can only hope. Yeah, that would be nice if there was a, I don't know. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great if there yeah, was. I know, I know. 17 so. years of compounding interest would be mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. a very beautiful thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to hold my breath. But after that, uh, and I got into this. So I saw a little clothing business. I have uh, two online stores, like I was telling you. Sure. 
Uh, one is called LouisTees.com that I acquired from someone else. Sure. More novelty stuff and sure. gear. And, you know, it's cool. It's, you know, I, I have some decent traffic, nothing crazy. Sure. Not like your friend with the watches. Sure. Not, you know, and then. Look, if it makes money, can't yeah, complain. Yeah, you know, it's cool. I'd love to build it, you know, and. Uh, and then I started my own line here, Long Island Lifestyle, which is sure. pretty cool. And while doing that, I caught wind of a publishing, a family-owned publishing firm based mm -hmm. out of Kansas. And uh, long story short, I'm, uh, you know, looking to um, launch the magazine, hopefully coming in the spring. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's a monthly high-end community living magazine based out of Patchogue. Um, and there's literally nothing like it. It's pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, I, I definitely believe yeah, that for sure. You know, it's it's unique. Uh, it's different, and it's given you know some some local businesses an opportunity to kind of be you know different rather than better. Sure. When it comes to advertising, because gives you a little spotlight too. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, just the attention that's coming in. Sure. It needs this. Sure. You know, there's really no competition. I don't even care. I mean, you have the advance. You have the Great South Bay. That's sure. Just, you know, but it's uh, nothing for just the area. Yeah, hyper local, that resonates with with the people in and around Patchogue. It's it's legit. Sure. You know, you have to kind of see it to believe it, but mm -hmm. it's uh, legit between the distribution and the the layered. Um, attention that you're getting from it's a nice magazine too yeah it's cool I mean you know I showed you yeah it's pretty cool um, but you know outside you know it's 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 different mm -hmm. and it's gonna it's gonna change things I sure. think in and around town uh, and the reason I did I was looking to highlight what was coming into Patchogue finding a way and uh, this was the best way outside of what everybody else is doing sure you know kind of peeling away from the internet however we are in the internet yep you know, and getting away from that that macro, mm -hmm. and you you probably can resonate with this when it sure. comes to macro versus micro. Sure. You know, um, and that that influencer market that's out there. Yep. I think I and you know I'm not you know a lot more than I do, but I think that micro uh, influence is going to start to kind of take over. The yeah, the more niche, the more niche you can go. You yeah. know, I, I tell all my you know because that's what I do for. For a living, I tell all my customers the the more hyper focused and and minuscule you can go without getting neurotic is where people are going to find the success. I think the the age of the the generalist is dead. I mean, even look at things like if you look at things like Google, if you Google newspapers, it's the immediate thing it's going to show you is the stuff around you. It doesn't care. You know, yeah, the Wall Street Journal and stuff like that are going to come up like the major, major brands because they're they're monsters in the industry. But you know, if you come, if you search newspapers or you search anything with a generic term, it's always going to come up local because Google understands that people are starting to move locally. They're local. not going to these major, major brands anymore. Exactly. With the exception of you know Dell, Microsoft, Apple, you know things like that. But everything else is pretty much more. You know, small focus, small-minded focus, I should yeah. say. Yeah, Main Street, loyalty, uh -huh. community. That's the new, and, I, you know, we always talk about trends, but, you know, how do you jump on a trend in a different way than what everybody else is sure. doing? So that's that's why I jumped into this. Um, and it is, it's Main Street. And, you know, listen, you go to your favorite restaurant, 
you love for the owner to come up to you and say hello. Yeah, of course. It's, you know, and then guess what? You're going back there. Sure. Period. You follow your favorite clothing line, right? I mean, a you'll lot buy of people, from them. Yeah, that, that's your thing. That's look your, at Supreme. Supreme only makes a couple hundred pieces of clothing. I think a couple hundred pieces of clothing a year, and people spend two, three, four, five hundred dollars on a hoodie. It's ridiculous. I mean, Carl Eaton. You know, so you have all these clothing. You know, you have uh, Strong Island, right? So yep. people will follow. And it, you know, brings that sense of community. Sure. It's real. It's, I mean, it's real. That's, that's what's going on. Uh, even your, your local boutiques. Yep. You know? So uh, that's kind of one of the new trends, and I, and I believe in it, and I think that it's going to continue. Even, like, staycations. I mean, staycations are cool, man. Oh, stay at home, take the week off. Here is, dude, we live home. in paradise most of the year. You know, wait till they get a hotel in Patchogue. It's going to be different it's gonna be a whole different ball game but uh, you go down the riverhead sure stay the stay the night yep over by the down on main street there and you got the breweries you got the the wineries not too far away sure it's ridiculous and then you have all the food go to montauk in the off season that'll change your mind yeah about how good long island is yeah well that's all crazy that's like cancun Long, yeah, but if you go, if you go in like even the winter time, like you go in December when the room rates are hundred dollars a night or whatever it is, oh, and it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's like at a normal cost of of going yeah. in a hotel or whatever. Even like September, October, the room prices are coming down, and you could still catch some pretty nice days. It's incredible. Like we, I went last year with with my firehouse, and. You go to you go to Montauk and we we go in like mid September. The room prices were coming down. We also got a group discount, but room prices are coming down. It's still nice enough that you can go swimming in the water. It's still hot enough outside that you can you know hang out outside with without a shirt on, and dry off in the sun, and it's beautiful. And at that point, all the made you know everybody that isn't from the area is leaving. So it's like there's no yeah. more pressure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only people that know about that are the, the locals. So, yeah. and that's the same thing. Bed and bed and breakfast. Uh, even like, look, we have a we have a winery right here in Sayville. Yep. That nobody knows about. Yep. Laughlin Vineyards, right? Yep. Cool place. Great. I've never been. I still gotta go. Dude, gotta go. Cool place. You have. We have a movie theater in Patchogue. Yep. Barely anybody knows about it. Yep. Great movies. Go there all the time. The yeah, movie the theater is, yeah, down further Plaza east. Plaza right? Cinema. Yeah. Yep. I mean, all right, it's no frills, right? But sure. guess what? They, You know what's cool? You can go. They have beer and wine. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's where it's ridiculous. So people don't know about this. And sure. that's those are the things I'm trying to highlight that people don't know, that mm-hmm. need to know. There's no reason to, you know, go outside of your area per se you know, yeah. on, a, on a on a regular basis. I mean, even the, just the theater and the music, and I, you know, it just it goes. It's on supporting on. local too. You know, I th- there was a I think there was a major shift between like the seventies, eighties, nineties, and even even mid two thousands. And people, I think, like woke up in the two thousands and were like, "Holy shit!" People started losing their jobs because companies didn't want to pay pensions or whatever it is. This, that, and the other thing, and then they realized like. We got to go support our other people in town because if we don't, nobody's going to have a job. And these major companies are going to run the world, you know, more so than they already are. And I think that was a holy shit moment for America to yeah. say we should probably start to look at, like, who we are instead of ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, 
you know, I think that's going to continue, that localized loyalty and community-based, uh, whether it's purchasing or, you know, consuming or whatever it is. So just move this a little closer to you. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, so that's kind of what I what I jumped, jumped onto. Sure, you know, sure. That was my, you know, my idea. And so I, ra- so I ran with it. And that's, that's where I'm at now. So we have a uh, luxury magazine in the works. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to start from somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so I, again, I partnered up with this publishing firm, family-owned, awesome people, and completely streamlined the process and, you know, have my own professional writer, professional photographer, and we're going to kind of come into Patchog and, and, and kill it. And whoever wants to jump on the, jump on not the bandwagon, whoever wants to jump on the ship, Sure. You know, I'll give you if you want to get off. That's fine. I'll give you a, a flotation device. That's cool. <laughs> but um, you know, it's going to be big, and it, sure. and, it, and it's an exclusive magazine, so it's limited. Sure. To, to for, the area. Yeah. To the it, well, not necessarily to the area, but for people that are coming in. So sure. it's exclusive for each industry. Sure. Depending on which one. Now, how now? How are you going to go about? You know, getting the the magazine out there. You're going to have people. Are companies going to buy it, or they're going to, or is it going to be paid for? Predominantly through sponsorships, and you get, you're just going to give it away. Like, how's that going to work? Yeah, so it's sponsorship. You know, it's subscription free. Sure. So we're hitting uh, thousands of homes, hundreds of businesses. I'm going to go into too detail. You make it boring, but uh, hundreds of businesses inside of Patchogue, but also from Bellport to Sayville. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. You know, businesses that make us that make sense. Sure. Sure. Medical offices that people are sitting there. Um, Big time. Yeah. Retail, to coffee shops restaurants that make sense um so salons and, and day spots and things like that sure uh but home but the homes are six thousand five hundred homes subscription free in all in all those towns or uh pat just for patchogue when it okay. comes to single family homes nice oh yeah. wow yeah so you know subscription free and we're targeting it to 360 to 2 million uh home value wow so it's so it's unique you know it's it's basically um oh so you're so People, you know, if people don't have a high enough income, they're not even going to see it. No, but it, but what's cool is we it's multi-platform, so we're also online. Sure. And it's very easy to get the the online sure, copy sure. of the issue and the yeah, not issues. not a yeah. bad thing by any stretch. Yeah. Look, you if know. anyone doesn't know already, that's how Facebook ads work. I could uh, when I make ads for people, I could I could target the shit out of you. Exactly. Your how much money you make, your credentials, your yeah, who you are in a company, all this stuff. Yeah, and that so basically it's. It's not necessarily Facebook, but it's uh, direct mail on steroids. Yep. Because yep. we're specifically targeting it with a product. Did you hook up with uh, Dominic Ferreras? Who's that? The guy. He actually runs direct directmail.com or something like that. Oh no no no. Uh, yeah. So this is you know I I have my whole corporate team and they sure. and they take care of all the sure. mailing and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of like the mothership gotcha. that streamlines the whole process. And it, there's 73 other magazines that are in print across the United States. That and this I, company makes exactly, and I just I came in and brought this one into into New York, the first sure. one in New York, which exciting. Oh, so cool. they don't have anything in New York. Nothing in New York. There's some on the East Coast, okay, you know, down in Florida, Maryland, uh, sure, but um, in Maine and I think Connecticut. But this will be the first to hit New York. Uh, it's exciting. It's it's big. It's going to be big. Uh, it's just a matter of time before, you know. It starts to the wind starts to you know blow the smoke around sure. a little bit you know sure. 
but I do, I, you know, I have a, a sufficient amount of people on that are locked into the magazine. I don't want to mention them here because I never said I would, but, um, you know, so we're, we're gaining traction. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, excited just even today, you know, that's what I said. It's, it's, uh, it's wake up, hit the grind, you sure. know, hit the phone, go into meetings. Sure. And I was already in three meetings today. Exact same here, dude. So it's like, uh, you know, and even right before I came here, you know, I'm on the phone, it's, you know, either doing follow ups or, and, sure. and you, so it's, you know, it's not an it's easy never, game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. You know, right. when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. But, yeah, so you, you know, those. I was, I, I left the, I, I give, I, I was talking to my girlfriend last night about it, and she's like, you know, you know, you don't have to work till like midnight. You can go home at a reasonable time, right? And I'm yeah. like, well, yeah, I know I can, but like, there, there's this paradox. I think that's the right word that I'm looking for. That business owners typically fall in, where things are really good, so they stopped, they stop doing everything that's making them money. So you know, they'll just, you know, okay, I brought in all these deals. Let me start to fulfill those deals. So then, so. They hit a low point, so they start bringing in deals. Now they start to work on those deals, and then they stop. They stop doing sales, and then it goes down. And it's just constant up and down and up and down and up and down. So she's like, I, "I just don't understand why you're doing this." And I'm like, "Because I do not want to fall in that paradox. I mm-hmm. want to make sure that I'm consistently bringing in new business while fulfilling my my contractual obligations with my existing clients. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to think that they're falling to the wayside." So if it's getting their work done at midnight, because that's thankfully the industry that I work in and I can do that, you know, I, I don't, I want my goal, and I just read, I don't know if you ever read the book, uh, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Uh, I, I never read it. Oh, good good read. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, what am I reading now? I'm reading, I'm, I'm dealing with the Orrin Clef. Oh, uh. Clef, the, Clef, Clef. The, uh. Not the greatest salesman the pitch, in the world. The pitch, the, pitch uh, anything. Yeah, dude. And uh it's it's pretty it's pretty intense, you know. Yep. And that's why, you know, going in and, and in, into your pitches and your meetings and you know, you just kinda take certain things from it. Sure. You know, but it but it's real. But you know, the like so the ten X thing I kinda take more as a sales sales approach. It is it's much more a sales book. Yeah. Um but in that in that book, he goes, you know, he's talking about sending out too many emails or this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, your goal should be to be omnipresent. And I'm like, hmm. And he goes on to explain, like, how you should be everywhere, you know, all at the same time. And I get it. You know, people got wife and kids and families and whatever it is. Ooh, excuse me. But my goal is to be omnipresent because I don't have a wife and kids. Like, yeah. I, you know, my girlfriend, she knows that this business means the world to me and there's plenty of time on the weekends to hang out. But Monday through Friday, it's hustle time. Yeah. You know, and I'll take a call at 11 o'clock at night to get something done. Whatever it is, I'll work till 12, 1, 2 in the morning to get it done and constantly putting out new content or whatever, you know, finishing up files so that way the next day when I go to a meeting, I don't have to say, oh, you know, did I do this or oh my god I forgot to do this you know I never want that to be the case and my goal is to just constantly you know oh there's a networking event guess who's going to be there I am oh there's this going on guess who's going to be there I am oh you need a meeting I'll be there you need me to sit on a meeting I'll be there you want to talk about strategies I'll be there mm-hmm. you know you want to you want you want to email me at nine o'clock at night I'll answer you at 905 like get ready you better be on your phone answering me because I'm answering you yeah you know and people are like, dude, I don't understand why you know you work so much. I'm like, dude, because I the 
the moment you think of marketing or social media or websites, the first person you will, you should think of is me. Mm-hmm. Baron Media Group, every single time, 10 yeah. out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, dude, you're a freak. I'm like, dude, you're a freak for not wanting it that bad. Yeah, and and not to mention there's a lot of competition out there, so you have to set your, yourself apart. Yep. You know, there's only so many ways that you can set yourself apart outside of just working your ass off. Think about it. You're, you're, Amazon's out of stock of a product. How fast do you go to the next retailer? Boom. Yeah. Gone. So, yeah. So, you know. And that, that's also, I mean, even just, uh, and then, so I ask you, how are you keeping up on your book of business? I mean, so say follow-ups and things. So, sure. you know, I just got an email from somebody right here just now or a text uh, that said, um, uh, after reviewing my budget, I will be allocating my funds elsewhere. And, you know, that kind of, you know, I spent a lot of time on that, on the, a, the proposal, the meeting, sure. the, the chasing and, 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 and it is real life as I just got this now. Um, and you know, so you have those those highs and lows. Sure. You know, if I just got a text that said, "Hey, listen, I'm ready to sign a contract," well, be a great day. Yeah. You know, um, so you know, it's 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 not an easy, you know, it's no, not an easy it's never easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I I was now I'm using a software called HubSpot. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, to an extent, yeah. Um. Similar to Salesforce, uh, I wasn't using anything really prior. I was just kind of keeping track of deals and like this, 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 this. Now that I have HubSpot, I'm like, okay, is this person a potential prospect? Okay, great. Let's put them, you know, mark them down the system as a prospect. Okay. You know, oh, I met with this guy a couple times, just talked about some possible needs. Hey, by the way, I know you expressed some needs. Is it worth us sitting down for a conversation? Yeah. And constantly keeping that pipeline yep. full yep. because... You know, the first year I did the first year, I'm, you know, the first year I thought I was going to make more money than I did, but I also didn't have any organization. Now that I have organization, I'm like, dude, I disguise the limit now. Now it's time to, you know, I was running things literally off an Excel document because I didn't want to spend money on a CRM and mm. HubSpot for anyone that's listening is yeah. literally free to some degree. Okay. And now it's like, oh, okay, great. Uh, this deal fell through. All right, whatever. Uh, you know, great. New spot open. Let's go fill. You know, let's go fill that spot. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I know we spoke. You know, do you want to get lunch? Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I've gotten really good about that I think has tremendously helped my sales is, and Grant talks about this in the in the book is is now the power of fucking now because you know even this morning somebody's like oh you know let's put something on the calendar I'm like yeah let's do it right now yeah now they're like wait what I'm like no no if you want to get a meeting let's do it right now because yeah. if we don't we're not going to have this meeting. No. So how serious are you on this meeting? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's have – yeah. yeah. Okay, let's put it on the calendar right and now. We could put it on the calendar for next week. It's yeah. It's fine. I mean, obviously, you want to – Sure. Sometimes when you're dealing with – yeah, you want to move it out so they're more willing to take it. Sure. And you don't want to follow up with them to fucking remind them about the meeting because yep. they're going to cancel it. Yep. But, yeah, boom. I'll send you a yep. calendar event. Boom, done. The, we're out. The, yeah. The, the, you know, that's been tremendously impactful. That and – what drives me nuts is people that think that they are so much better or what, you know, they have this arrogance about them, especially in the business world. And I'm sure you probably see it. Oh yeah. Where they're like, Oh, you know, for example, the podcast, I had one kid and he's from Patchogue and I don't want to name him. He doesn't own a business, I think in Patchogue, but I was like, Hey, you know, you seem to be doing pretty good. I'd love to have you on my podcast, you know, sit down and talk for, for an hour and a half. And he's like, you know, at the time, how many people are you hitting? And I was like, well, it's it's 
like I've been doing it for like four or five months now. It's it's not a tremendous following, but mm-hmm. there's still a following there. Yeah. And he's like, it's not it's not enough people. It's not worth my time. And I'm like, oh. yeah. I see where you're coming from, but you're also an idiot. Yeah. Because you have no idea how many people I know. Yeah. So the fact that you're not willing to give me two hours of your time to hang out, it's not like you're, it's not like it's costing you anything. You know, I have a beer, I have a fridge full of beers. I literally have a bar in here. You know, you want to smoke pot in here? We'll smoke pot in here. You want to do drugs in here? Let's do drugs in here. Like, yeah. like <laughs> this is the man cave. We could do whatever you want. And I'm like, you're not willing, you know, I, I get it. You're a business owner. You're busy. But to carve out, you know, even to, even to be like, hey, look, I'm super, you know, his response is it's not worth it for me. Not, hey, dude, I'm super swamped right now. Could you could we touch base in like six months to a year? Whatever it is. I'm like, mm-hmm. the fact that you immediately disqualified me, I will, one, never refer you or tell anybody about you. Yep. So you already just, you know, put yourself in the shitter there. Yeah. And two, I'm not going to talk poorly about you, but I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, oh, this, you know. He just told me I'm not worth his time. So, yeah. so what that, value does he bring to anybody else? There's that word of mouth right there, you know. See the good or bad, and if it's bad, you know, good luck. Um, and you know, when I tackle that same that same issue, sure, uh, I I basically have gone in now with status when I talk to when I talk to people. Sure. So, what do you mean status? Status meaning, hey, spoke to X, Y, and Z, mm. said we should connect oh good yeah because automatically not only are they gonna they don't know who i am but they're not gonna make themselves a fool for their friend xyz yep who is either prominent and it's got to be legit obviously sure sure you know or you can make it up and then you finally get caught and you're an idiot but yeah um, oh, it's not always a bad thing no you know <laughs> but, so either the mayor or the the chamber you know the president sure. of the chamber or sure. a local prominent or even just hey listen was in your your building yesterday did a quick walk around. Love this. Not sure about this. Love to have a conversation with you. Sure. You know, because automatically then you're showing value or status, and you know, sure. that's kind of how I've tackled that. But yeah, dude, I have my fair share of people that are that are complete jackasses. Sure. And then I'll just say, hey, listen, let's take a step back here. I said, I'm not sure. You know, you're in the chamber. I'm in the chamber, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. You probably know me. Yep. Might not know me by voice or name, but mm-hmm. I know you by face. You know, and uh, I'm I'm sorry, you know, because there there are pieces of ass out there that do not understand mm-hmm. how to, you know, and it's unfortunate. And like you said, hey, that's that's perfect. Thank you. I'll take you off my list. Um, yeah, you know, I'll take you off my list, and yeah. I'll never chop at you. Uh, that's what I want. I don't I don't want to chase you. I don't want to stalk you, and I don't want you to ghost me. And that's one of my main endings on a lot of my meetings is, hey, listen, let's do a follow up. Sure. It's on the phone or in person. I really don't mind, but let's put that you know let's put that down. Sure. Because I honestly, if this is not for you, that's great. I you know. I just want to know. I just so want, I don't you know, have to keep tra- tracking somebody exactly. down. Exactly. So I don't want to stalk you, and I don't want you ghosting me out, and um, and that's one of the bigger things too that I've learned you know in sales because I am I'm new to sales. Sure. Sure. It sounds so. like you have some kind of training. Have you read any books? Uh, no, just uh, you know, just played around with Orin. Okay. Clafting and yeah, watching yeah. YouTubes and just kind of getting in there and and understanding, just doing sure. it now for a couple months. Sure, sure. And understanding what the sure. process, yeah, man. Yeah. It's the same thing. So yeah. what you know, what are your main objectives? You know, depending on what your business is, money, mm-hmm. right? 
Word of mouth. Oh, that's great. Word of mouth is fantastic. You know. It's the best thing However, know. you know, yeah, that, you know, my product is the next best thing next to word of mouth. But when it comes to word of mouth, you you lose a little bit of control. Sure. You know, cause it goes to that good bad thing. You have a good. You did a good. You have a good product. You did a good. Mm-hmm. You know, job. Boom. You know, you're gonna. They're gonna tell two or three people. You did a bad job. You're screwed. They. So I'll give you some <laughs> statistics right now. If people enjoy your service or whatever you provide, they'll on average tell three people. Mm-hmm. If people don't appreciate or enjoy or whatever it is, they will on average tell eleven people. Yeah, and forget about sky's the limit when you come to social media. So if somebody really wants to get yeah, I know I, from bartender. Oh yeah, I have plenty of people that have talked some junk. And it's gone, you know, and I'm like, whoa, it's, yeah. you know, hey, listen, let me tell my, people, people tell my side else of the story. Yeah, people yeah. got nothing else to do. You know, they'll so, they'll go out and, we, you know, speaking of that, we just had had it happen at, at uh, one of the restaurants where somebody had picked up food and they left without taking their milkshakes. And they called and they're like, I don't understand why they didn't give me the milkshakes. And I'm like, when you go shopping, don't you make sure that everything's in your cart? Yeah before you walk out of the building yeah and is it their job to go bring it to you after you get home so they come in and they try it yeah it's it's ridiculous. you know it's yeah. it's the same thing and, and the word of mouth too is you know so you have lots of mouths and lots of words and you're getting a lot of business and i usually say so you're busy yeah too busy i can't even i can't advertise so i'll just say simply that's great so you're busy but are you busy with the jobs that you want Sure. You know, well, yeah, I would like some more higher end, you know, and I said, well, that's that's what, I, you know, I'm, what, yeah, I'm hitting the more affluent market. And would you like bigger jobs or would you like smaller, busy jobs? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So, you know, that's how I kind of hit that. Just an example, you know, I'm, again, yep. I'm probably the worst salesman in, uh, in the world, but those are some uh, of the things. You use you some know. good terminology. I'll yeah. give you that. I have yeah. quite a bit of sales training. Yeah. Um, and then you have the internet, man. It's another one too. It's like, hey, we only do we're we're switching to social media, mm-hmm. and usually I'm like, that's great. What's your plan? Yep. And then and then they'll, uh, well, uh, well, I said, uh, well, what's your plan? You know, and I said, you know, how much time are you spending on it? If yep. they're not outsourcing it, and if they are, that's another, you know, and well, you know, we're just throwing some stuff, and we need to be spending about twenty, twenty-five, thirty hours a week putting out content in order to get results if you want real stuff yeah you got to put out that much yeah you got to just put out something like you know putting pictures you know i see businesses they make this mistake all the time it's almost like it's almost like you want to punch them in the face but you can't you know if you if you can reach reach out and touch somebody through the phone that's when you want to oh my god give a little chin shot but it's just people don't know what the hell they're talking about it's a shame it's a shame but that's why and social media is the easiest thing in the world like I've seen restaurants and they put up a picture of what, let's just say, their food, it's and they dumb. write "yum." It's so dumb. I'm like, and, so and not to mention it's annoying. If you, if I, I think sometimes a lot of it gets annoying. Sure. It. I it's, mean, it's you're drowning. Jesus in Christ! It. Yeah, you put up a picture of French fries with, you know, like, come on, dude. You gotta have something better. Seriously, you know, you're just throwing stuff out there just to throw stuff up. Yep. And I think a lot of the media companies, outside of what you're doing, and sure. you know, are just putting stuff out there just to put stuff out there. Oh, and then they're I getting know. like ten likes. I know. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude! 
it's not organic. It's not it's real. Not organic at all. So you know that's actually, where the trust factor comes yep. in on the internet and the fact that it's not exclusive, right? The yep. internet. So you know the people don't trust the content nowadays. And I'll tell you specifically because I've contacted people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm more pushed towards Instagram now, mm -hmm. right on Facebook. Sure. Um, and I'll contact people and I'm like, hey, dude, great. You know, love your post. Blah blah blah. Oh, well, I work for so-and-so. So nothing when it comes to people that have a decent following, mm -hmm. it's not organic. Yeah. And people, once they start figuring that out, they're just it's just like, dude, you're There's, just throwing stuff up there. I thought you were putting it up sure. there. There is So who's a, putting it up there? I know. You know what I mean, dude? So you're an acupuncturist and you're a wellness and health. And and it's different. I'm sorry because it's in your, in your sure, wheelhouse. Sure. But... You know, it makes it not real. Trust me, I see it all. The, all the. This is why I actually went into social media because so many of these, let's say, marketing companies, air quotes, go into these companies and say, "Oh, we'll run your social media for you." Well, what do you, what do you charge? Oh, I charge X amount of dollars a month, and it's usually an exorbitant amount of money. Oh yeah, and to put, to that marketing company fluff. literally never and steps foot again in that business. To get any content. I used to go to every single one of my clients, and this is not for a self-promotion, but it's just it's just simply due diligence. I go to every single one of my clients at least once a, mo once a month. Once a month yeah. to get content, whether it's videos, whether it's mm -hmm. photos, you know, mm -hmm. all this. It could all be gathered in a month and then shell that over the course of a month. But, it, you know, for people just put out the worst stuff ever and it's just you can tell they just don't care and they put no effort and they haven't researched a single hashtag and the hashtags are totally irrelevant and and then they wonder why they're getting 10 likes when they have 2,000 followers because you're putting out garbage and then you know same thing with that you know let's just say it's french fries and wrap or whatever it is and it says yum well now I have no idea what it is, so now I don't know if I can go get it at the restaurant. I don't know if it's available anymore. I don't know if it was a special. I don't know how much it costs. I don't know anything about it. So now next time I go to that restaurant, if I even think about going to that restaurant, I have to dig through a photo to find what I want, and chances are I probably aren't. I'm not going to remember it. It's absurd. That's and another, that goes with anything. That's the, that's the thing, you know, the sticking factor. So, you know. But listen, by by no means I don't mean to knock the internet. The internet's big. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It has to be a part of it. it has to be part of your 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 uh, engineering program sure. or your marketing plan, right? Yep. Um, you know, well rounded, right? I, cer certain businesses, radio and TV, is not for them. Sure. Um, but internet, I I think needs to strongly be a, a, a part of a branding a branding. Sure. You know. Um, I agree. Yeah. So you know if it's if it's a quick item if it's the the with the thigh master, dude you know then go on the internet and shoot it out and don't sure. be in a luxury magazine or on sure, you know sure. um, so you know it's just a different world out there and people aren't sure what to do yeah so you know to have somebody kind of navigate like yourself or or me sure. with what I'm trying to do and carve people through the clutter mm -hmm. you know with with what an and that's another thing oh what's the ROI what do I get ROI Oh fuck! When I went and got jeans yesterday, I didn't. I didn't get a guarantee that they were gonna fucking bring me, get me laid. Sure. <laughs> Shit, you know. It's like. <laughs> so the ROI, that's great. Well, what? So what's what's your what's a customer value to you? You know, and you break that up, and 
and you know and and then you got to really find out that they wound up doing something stupid and it just didn't work out for them and i love when people say what's my roi how many new customers should i get how many more customers are you going to keep by staying top of mind why do you think burger king shows so many goddamn commercials because they want you to watch tv it's a branding and they want you in between the videos or at the end of the show or whatever it is they want to get you so hungry in that 30 minutes of you watching TV that you get in your car and you go drive to Burger King. Yeah, yeah, That's it. Yeah. That is their goal. Yeah. You know, so yes, that might have a direct correlation of ROI, but they're already a customer. That's like, so maybe maybe McDonald's is a direct response product. Sure. Gum, uh, the thigh, like I said, thigh uh, master, yeah. things like that. Those might be direct response products. Sure. But if you're buying a couch, mm-hmm. For two thousand dollars, it's not a direction. You got to be social about it. You got to kind of think about it. Sure. You got to go search other things. Those aren't the cars. Not the sure. right response. You know, that's not an impulse buy until you're finally there, after the fact that you put it on your short list. Sure. If you can get on their short list, that's where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know. And now let's say you take that couch. You go buy that couch. Let's say you go to. We'll just say Ashley Furniture because I feel like that's a good name brand that we could think of. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, Ashley Furniture. Hey, by the way, follow us on Instagram. We're always coming out and putting out new stuff. You know, it's either the warehouse or whatever it is. You know, we're constantly trying to get feedback and surveys, and, and there's always there's always chances to, to win a giveaway. Cool. Three, six months, year goes by. You're scrolling through Instagram. You know, you're talking to your significant other or you're just sitting there on the couch, and you're like, you know, I, you know, I need another you know, I need an armoire. Uh, for the house, you know, uh, you know, oh man, you know, I need, really need an armoire. I need really, really need an armoire. You're going through Instagram one day, boom, picture of an armoire. Oh my god, that frequency. You know, it's 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 staying top of mind. Now, you know, there is no way to measure that one customer coming back. But look at the grand scale of things. You know, it's not one person. It's ten thousand people, twenty thousand people, a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Staying top of mind, you know. So multi- Apple doesn't need to use Instagram to to grow their mm-hmm. their products, mm-hmm. but what are they doing? They're staying top of mind. They're yeah. creating these catchy commercials. Yeah, they you know it's just showing people AirPods, an outrageously overpriced product. Yeah, and multiple days and multiple ways, and that's how they get it across. And you know what? What's what's weird about social media now and and all that is those bigger companies are starting to come in, dude, mm-hmm. and those prices are are. Yeah, going up, and I know it just from just from doing Facebook ads and Instagram sure. for the clothing it's not line. Not cheap anymore. You know, no, dude, and it's going to get worse by the end of this year, I think. Yep. And you would know, yep. right? It's, I mean, it's just it's getting worse and worse. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's no, just, I mean, it, it's, they're catching on. Right? So it's, now it's the next big thing. Yeah. You know, and not to not to plug myself, but if you look at um, Dollar Shave Club, if you there's I'm just I'm drawing a blank on all the names, but like Doll Shave Club is a great example. They mm-hmm. they grew so fast and they started advertising on where podcasts. Pod I I genuinely think that podcasts are going to be the you know they're already on the next they're already becoming the next big thing. Yeah, and it's just a matter of time before that's the you know that's the next big thing and then what's coming after that i don't know it might be another social network you know twitch right. is huge right now it's i don't even know what that is it's a video game streaming platform that you oh, can wow. watch other people yeah. play i video mean games. amazon and advertising on there maybe but like what's what's next i some it's got to be something weird honestly i'm not sure i, I, I this like, it's re- i i think th- i really do think the next thing it's like the book like audio just, 
I think audio is where it's going to be. If it's not podcasts, it's going to be, um, you know, audio series, kind of like they what they used to do when they used to listen to the radio. I think that's going to be, you know, where, not where it's being bogged down by so much so many ads but it's going to be stories you know yeah, yeah we'll call them podcasts for now but yeah you know that might that name might change you know th- i think that's going to be the future you know mm-hmm. kids are using amazon alexa mm-hmm. you know oh amazon what right to- what toothpaste do you recommend yeah oh we recommend crest because crest puts a f- billion dollars in our pocket every year yeah. dude alexa's great bro i just i just learned alexa oh you just what do you mean you just learned I just got one. And I took it out of the box. I got it from Christmas, like sure. last year. Sure. And I set it up, and you could do it. I do. Do you play with Alexa? Do you deal with that? I mess around with her a good bit. Yeah, that dude, sounds like a she's sounds like I'm cheating on my girlfriend. No, I mess around with her, you know, on the side when nobody's around. She's my baby girl, Alexa. And, <laughs> and dude, so you could set it up where so now in the morning it's attached to my my calendar. Okay. And so I, well, you know, you give it a, a cue. I, that's the one thing I have, I haven't said. Dude, up it's called, it's called, uh, uh, event or, or whatever it's called in, I'll say good morning and she'll go in oh, to the a briefing, whole, the whole process. So she'll, she'll say good morning. She'll tell me some bullshit, some stupid quote that I don't need to know, but every once in a while she, I'll giggle. She <laughs> says that. Then she tells me the, the briefing, right? The news. Boom. Sure. That's cool. Um, then she'll go through my calendar of events and I, I don't know if I'm precise on the, on the, on the, how she does it, but which the order of events, but she'll go through that. What's on my calendar. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then she'll go through the weather. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I, I wrote some stupid shit, like go fucking kill them. So she'll go beep, beep, kill them or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Like a little quote. Then she'll play a, a song. Like, a, you know, an uplifting song or oh, something. Cool. Now you could change. So it's, oh, it, wow. So yeah, you got a lot of stuff on Dude, there. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And even like even like with my chore list, so I had to do oh, a chore list. Here we go. Is that, is that what it is? A routine? Routines, yeah. And oh, I have I chores, bro. This. Yeah, you got to play with I it. have a... Uh, so I say, Alexa, what's my chore list for Monday? Uh, and she'd be like, mop the floor, clean the freaking microwave, and, you know, and, and do the refrigerator, whatever. Because I have... I'm like very stringent on <clears throat> we have meal plans and oh wow we, yeah so we try to be specific every once in a while you wheel off you know off sure. the base but so she'll you know and, and it's just it, dude it's cool no it's i great. like it i i, I have uh I, I set her up for flash briefings in the yeah, morning yeah so i say alexa you know what's my flash my flash briefing and she'll give me uh the weather she'll give me a yeah you're right that's the weather because i i did weather and flash briefing and then she doubled up the weather so i had to take away the weather because it involved you're right yeah yeah uh she'll do that she'll give me um what happened today in history Mm -hmm. i added to the list yeah so she'll say you know oh you know the it's always something different martin luther got shot the other day yeah yeah yeah. x many years ago oh great thanks yeah well some of it's pretty good no i I just can't remember that was just one of the things that stood out i haven't asked her in a couple days because i've been like racing out of the house in the morning and then she'll tell me um the word of the day i'm a mm. big proponent on trying to f- expand my vocabulary yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh you know every once in a while she'll have a word and i'm like there's no shot i'm gonna add that to my list of yep. words and there's other times where she'll tell me a word and i genuinely try to like incorporate, to incorporate. it incorporate yeah you know yeah, yeah. through in in my day and uh what she's really good for too is when I'm listening to so I listen to a lot of audiobooks and if I'm coming from here on my way home, sometimes I'll listen to a book and 
or or a word will come up in a book and I'll remember the word and then I'll ask her later on that day and say, hey, you know, Alexa, what's the definition of this word? And she'll give me oh, wow, okay. that definition. So I'm like, yeah. okay, so I could, you know, increase my reading comprehension a little bit. Yeah, that's cool. I got I to gotta experiment with a little bit more. But I kind of stuck to what I have, so I just kind of, for the most, 90% of the time I wake up with freaking Alexa. Oh, it's good. She, <laughs> yeah. She's my alarm in the morning. Yeah. yeah and she'll, no. she'll wake you up to music, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Big Alexa, fan of that. Alexa, you know, set an alarm and I'll do that. And I have a night one too. So I'll say, you know, good night. And she'll give me a heads up on my schedule for the next day. Oh, here you go. Alexa, then, start my day. Alexa, good night. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. So. Oh, man. So I guess I got to. Dude, it's legit. The- it's not, you know, it's. It actually, because it'll remind you. You forget, you know, uh-huh. oh, what, what meetings do I have to? Oh, fuck, I have that meeting. Uh-huh. Oh, or that phone call at 10, you know. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's just something that I discovered after a, after years of it of me hating on it. Sure. I hated it. I was like, I'm not putting that thing in my house. Yeah, People Magazine, Reuters TV. This, I, th- I actually think that this might be the next big thing. I think this whole Alexa thing in the morning I think is going to be very powerful like my friend has has it uh mike he has in his whole house so he lights off garage you know he's got it shut sure. down alexa shut down the house uh-huh. dude it's sick mm-hmm. you know um that's that's big it, you know when you when you're talking more high-end like the high-end homes that are putting in um the smart homes yep that's a big business bro um that's a big business oh smart homes yeah oh dude we're talking you know I, I met a guy actually, and that was one of his what he wanted to offer people, and he was going to convert his home into a smart home and use as an example. And, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And I was like, you know, we're gonna have well, freaking robots come walking around at some. Point, I was like, that's know? cool and all, but like, shit. What happens if the internet goes out? <laughs> you're S O L. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, and if you're gonna, and if you know, and if you know, oh, you're the kind of guy that plans for like rainy weather let's say and you get two internet connections at your house and so you always have one you know you're spending hundreds of dollars extra a month to have those features so it's like where is the you know where do you draw the line almost no no please please yeah and uh you know for me that was that's that was kind of like my breaking not breaking point but more so where it was like shit's getting weird right now yeah and you know, yeah, it's cool and all, but like, how how hard are you gonna go right now? Yeah, you don't want to rely completely rely on it. It's fun to use, but you know, if, if all of a sudden something goes down, you're screwed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. you're yeah yeah you're dead in the water. Yeah, I'm with you. So, uh, but anyway, so here, dude, I got you a couple uh, couple gifts here. Can I do? Oh this? yeah Can yeah I yeah. Do this online yeah, here? absolutely. Why not? Um, it's I'm actually going to video you while you do this. Actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we got a couple. I don't know if you wear hats, but we got, I brought two, two of my uh, favorite hats. Or two of the most popular here. Look at this. Yeah. Ooh, this is nice. Yeah, man, that's the uh, design I came up with. That's the... Long Island Lifestyle? That's the Long Island Lifestyle. That's with the ore. Um, and I originally made that for, for the restaurant. You know, I kind of... Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And then this is uh, one logo... Long Island lifestyle. Look, yeah, these, these things kind of evolving out a little bit. I like it. And then I uh, brought something in so you could be my twin. Go oh, ahead. look at this yeah. thing! This That's is real gifts right bro. here. That is it right there. Long Island lifestyle. Yeah, he's got it on right there. That's it. Yeah. 
Gifts galore. I love it. Yeah, man. So thanks you know, for bringing them, man. Yeah, brother. Those hats are great. You know, I, they're, they're the snaps. Sure. Sure. Um, I don't wear hats too often, but when I do, yeah. trust me, I thank hats. Yeah, man, that's cool. There we uh, go. It doesn't, I just realized I had headphones, headphones on, on but that's all so right. it's not going to work. Dude, these <laughs> things are sweet, though. Yeah. No, cool, right? I love them, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for bringing them. Yeah, it's one of the new logos. I have a couple of different logos that we kind of came up with, and that was one of them. Long Island lifestyle. Yeah. So it's not the most popular thing. Nobody really knows about it, but I haven't spent much time on it because I've been, you know. Dude, you're, st you're starting. Pushing the magazine. 90% of everything is starting. Yeah. You know, I I genuinely love, and you and, and I know that you will appreciate this when people are like, yeah, but I could do that. Yeah, but are you? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. You're not. Oh, so so could you do it? Because you're not doing it. Because no. if you were doing it, it was so easy you would be doing it already. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, everybody, you know, hey, you know, and I'll get people all the time. Hey, listen, you know, Patrick's not the most fluent area. I don't know about that. Like, why why are you bringing a luxury magazine in here? I said because nobody's doing it. It needs attention. There's sure. there's attention. And money's here. moving into Patrick. So you know, if I don't do it, sure. someone else is going to do it. Uh huh. Whether they exist and they're going to bring it into this area or not. Someone's gonna do it, so I'm gonna be the first to do it, and I'll, you know, I'll, f I'll figure it out along the way. Wor and the Period. worst thing that happens, you fail, you know, it's not gonna work, and you move on to something else. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, um, and that's the same with with the clothing. You know, uh, it's cool, man. I don't even care. Even like at the end of the day, I just I wear it. Sure. Yes, Ruby's like, can you wear something? What do you do? You wear your own clothing. I'm like, I oh, know that's I. I think everybody should start their own clothing line. I I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Start your own clothing line. Wear your own clothing. It's so yep. easy today. I drop ship everything. Sure. I barely hold on to 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 product. I mean, I have this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have I have minimal con. You know, product. But you know, if I'm doing fairs and things sure. like that. But yeah, everybody should have their clothing line. It's so I, easy. Everything. I really don't wear logos as I wear an Nautica uh, sweatshirt sweater. I guess. Yeah. But uh. I forget how I got this, actually. I don't even remember. I th oh, it was a gift. Um, but for the most part, my girlfriend does the majority of my clothes shopping because, one, I have literally no sense of style at all. I'm kind of one of those people that will just say, yeah, it's clothing. I'll wear it today, whatever, except yeah. for the exception of meetings. I try to look like a halfway decent human for that. Exactly. And uh, she's like, you have no sense of style. So she'll go out and she'll, like, she'll come back with, like, Nike or whatever, you know. I don't care if you like or don't like Nike, but yeah. whatever it is Nike, New Balance, like all these all these name brands. And I'm like, how much money did you spend? She's like, oh, I spent like twenty bucks. And I'm like, you got six shirts. She's yeah. like, I know, I went to Kohl's. I'm like, all right, at least oh, you yeah, know. All right, all right. Yeah. so it, she's like, I got that shirt for three dollars. I'm like, yeah. Eh, yeah, all right, can't yeah. complain. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, for for three bucks, you know, yeah, what, yeah whatever. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you go to Dick's these days; it's like a hundred dollars for a T-shirt. It's ridiculous. Crazy. It's ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm okay with spending money on is sweatshirts. Yeah. I like nice sweatshirts and sweaters. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one's nice, bro. You're gonna like this one. I believe it. Fits well. Um, um and I vet all. I vet everything that I get. You know, like I do drop ship it, but sure. You know, I, I vet you it test all. Your product first. Yeah. So, um, you know, like even two nights ago, I just bought a bunch of stuff just to, to feel it out and see what's going on. Sure. Different, different product line. Oh, it's good. Smart. Yeah, it's cool. You know, just so that when I, you know, make people buy it, 
<laughs> you know, here you you have to buy. You this. have to buy my my material. I'm telling you, it's good. I have it. Yep. Ruby has it. It fits well. Sure. Done. Get That's it. so funny. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited. Everything you know, everything in the future is gonna have, you know, Baron Baron Media Group on it. You know, that's yeah, dude, you got it, yeah. yeah I mean, well, like you know, self promote. Yeah, it's you know, and even that, it's just like I said, it goes along with that trend of that local, mm-hmm. you know. No, Nike doesn't. Nike's not gonna. If you work for Nike, you do you think the guy from Nike that or or the big ups and you know, you think they're walking in there with Reebok on? Hell no. Yeah. Fuck out of here. They're right? wearing their old. Yeah, they were actually. Nike, I heard bro. a. Uh, I heard, I, I feel, somebody, I feel like this was in a book, or somebody just told me a story, but there was a guy who worked at Nike who wore, like, Reebok or New Bound shoes to work one day, and I guess he was walking through, like, the common area or whatever, and one of the executives, the shit out of well, one of the, ne- one of the executives <laughs> was like, what are you wearing? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm working, like, this is my workout outfit. He goes, yeah. you're not wearing our shoes. Yeah. He's like, I, I know, because I, I don't have money to spend on them. He goes, you know, meet me here at this time. And literally just gave him, like, ton, like four or five pairs of shoes. He's like, don't. He goes, throw those things out. Like, they're not welcome here. <laughs> yeah, He's like, Go, wear our stuff. And I'm like, I see it. I get yeah, it. You know, yeah. wear your own stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I won't do that to you, but, you know, it's it is uh, it's cool to, you know, see people wear your, sure. wear your gear. It's yeah, cool. expe- yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, man. So, look, we got these beers from these guys. This one's not bad. This meandering ale. I liked them both, honestly. I thought they were yeah. both pretty good. Yeah. We. Uh, I can explore. I like the first one a little bit better. What was that? I one agree. The, was... the easy sweezy Nipa. Easy sweezy Nipa. Twenty point two percent. No, eight eight percent. Although 8%. this, you know, if you uh, if you drink this at the wrong time. Especially this can. Uh, if you try, yeah. See you later. Yeah, you're gonna feel a little, little booze high on that one. Eight um, percent. Was it thirty two ounces? Yeah, th- yeah, it's a lot of beer. You know, yeah. figure a bottle's twelve, a pint is sixteen. Yeah. You know, two pints at eight percent. Bud Light's four point something. So. Yeah. I think four point two or four point three. So that's four beers in one. Yeah. Yeah. So. But what do you think's gonna happen with with uh, with the with the Blue Point brewery? That, yeah, man. Did you go to that tent party they had? No, I, I actually wow, uh, I was gonna fly the drone over it a couple times. Um, you probably wouldn't I, saw much because you know it was more yeah. like inside the yep. tent, but the, yeah, you couldn't even get a beer. That's actually why I didn't went there for an hour. I heard, I heard there was online. a major failure. Couldn't even get. Um, I actually told them because I know some people in there. I said, "You want me to bartend, dude? I'll yeah, just, I'll just jump back. I'm off today. I'll go back there and bartend." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I'll pump some beer. I mean, I'm not going to be the savior back here, but, like, I'm watching the bartenders that they have there. Uh, and they weren't, you know, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. They were just, like, talking. Because yeah. they're the old, they're used to the old, you To know, hang out, yeah, yeah. Poorhouse. Sure. You know. Um, and I'm like, wow, there's I'm, hundreds I'm really, of people. I'm really indifferent on Blue Point because Blue Point, in my opinion, I didn't know that they got bought, but there was a and I and I and I distinctly remember this. And there was a there was a case of beer that I got, and I was like, I I didn't even tell anybody. I was like, this just doesn't taste as good as it used to. 
And then I, you know, I buy a no six pack. I'm like, it just, it's not, you know. And then I, and I would have a Blue Point blueberry, and it was like amazing. And and then a couple months later, would you know, went by, and then I would get a Blue Point blueberry. I'm like, it's just decent. It's nothing like. So maybe the, the court, the, since they're mass producing it. Yeah, now, and then yeah. and then I'm like, I don't know. I feel like you know, not that their beer is bad. I just didn't think it was as good as it was. Yeah. And and then I found out a couple months later, they're like, oh, Blue Point got bought. And I'm like, oh, really? When did it get bought? Yeah. Got bought like six months ago. I'm like, yeah, yeah. how weird. That's when the quality started to change a little bit. And um, and ever since then, not that I won't buy their beer. I think their beer is still pretty good, but it's not my f- go-to anymore. Yeah, yeah. And because now they're corporate, where it's, you know, yes, the money is going back into local peoples because there's a lot of locals employed there. Yeah. But... I have much less of a desire to go spend my money there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing against them because who knows? Maybe they'll be a sponsor one day at this place. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of the way I look at it. You know, yeah. it's it's still good beer. It's just not as you know. I think that what they used to have is the upper echelon of amazing beer, and now they're not that they're slipping down the the pole because I think they're coming out with some pretty very unique things. But it's not as where it was. Yeah, back when it was my, yeah, on, my two cents down on the old river. not bashing them. Yeah, still good beer. Hey, listen, I'm trying to get them in the magazine. I, you know, I've had meetings and sure, I'm, I'm waiting. The uh, I'm patiently. This is how big they are, though. I went to North Carolina, um, and I went to the supermarket, and they had a whole they display. There, yeah. They're, I'm like, holy it's world, shit! It's world, you know, it's a world brand. Yep. Now. I went to Florida. They had it in Florida. Uh, Brooklyn beer was in Florida. Here's the here's the crazy part. Brooklyn beer, and I don't and I haven't been to Brooklyn Brewery, but I went to Norway last year. No, was it last year? I don't even remember at this time at this point. But oh, it had to be two years ago. So two years ago, holy shit, that was a long time ago. And in Norway, they had Brooklyn beer. Really? I kid you not. Eleven dollars a pint, but they had it. Yeah. Well, I went to I went to Haiti, bro, and they had Bud Light. I believe that. It's weird. Haiti, yeah. Uh, did you know like 99, 99 or 99.5% of people in the world have access to Coca-Cola? Hmm. It was not even popular. Nobody even, I mean, like oh. if you go to a restaurant, yeah. 90% of the restaurants do not serve Coca-Cola. Where? Or Pepsi. Like they use the, the just Coke. Oh, here? Yeah, it's not Coke, but. It's an off-brand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the um, don't throw anybody on the care. bus. No, the macaroni place they they do coke. Oh, okay. Nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it is Strange. it is crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't drink, so I haven't drank soda, and I don't I don't remember. I try to stay away. I just if I'm gonna if I'm gonna put the pounds on, I want to eat it, not drink it. True that, or you know, beer. Well, you know, beer beer's allowed. Yeah. Brother, we just crushed an hour and a half. Was that it? Shit, man. This went by fast. Time moves, this man. This is good. Time moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, any final words? How do you want people to locate you, find you? Any Instagram plugs you want to give or anything like that? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, the the clothing, you know, you could see uh, LI Lifestyle Clothing, which is uh, dot com. com. Yep, which is always fun. Check it out. Just kind of revamp the website a little bit. Uh, we're growing and changing and... You know everything on there is is vetted and cool. Sure. But outside of that, the uh, the magazine is is the big is the big one. Pat Chog Lifestyle Magazine underneath Lifestyle Publications. Um, 
you know, it's it's we'll put it this way. It's basically um, online. Okay. It's around town, and it's in your mailbox. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be big, you know, and it, and it's very exclusive, uh, very specific to certain industries. Some industries, there's, you know, I will be allowing more people to come in, but some industries uh, is very exclusive. Sure. So I'll be closing certain sections out. We've had a, you know, so far a good pouring in. And sure. look forward to, you know, building that magazine and bringing people in that 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 come in to launch with me i think it'll be an amazing experience and it's going to be very valuable uh and and literally nobody else is doing what i'm doing when it comes to the way that we're distributing sure uh, sure and and the content the editorial that comes along with things uh and then also the online presence that we're going to have website and social media um it's, it's going to be huge so that's it's awesome it's, pre- it's going to be pretty cool yeah. i'm excited man i'm excited thank you Cool, man. Thanks for being on the show, brother. Yeah, man. I had a ball here. I love it. Thank you, brother. Anytime. Always welcome back. Thank you, sir. Hey, what is up, everybody? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Harrison underscore Baron is my handle. Baron Media Group for literally, uh, sorry, not Baron Media Group, although I do own Baron Media Group. Brutally Honest Podcast for everything else. Website, social, all that kind of stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you guys did, smash that subscribe button. I do appreciate it, especially if you're a local person. Honestly, I'm a local person to Long Island. I would super duper appreciate that. And that's pretty much it, folks. That's it. I have, I have my show sponsor, Agile Dragon Consulting. Go visit them, agiledragonconsulting.com. If you're a business owner and you have information, you need to execute with that information. They're going to help you sift through, see what's going on, and work with it to make your your decisions better, ultimately, at the end of the day. We get information. We use that information to make decisions. It's the same thing with them, except they're experts in it. They're experts in business not evaluations, but like business decision making, helping business owners make business decisions. Oh my God. I don't know why, but I could not think about that. Clearly, you know that I don't do this 15 times and then just put up the most perfect version. I just do it. It is what it is. We're all human. And now the show's over. Like, this is the easy part. Although I usually do this at night, hours afterwards, and I'm so exhausted. Like, for example, it's 8 o'clock at night on Tuesday, but you're going to hear this at, like, 8 o'clock on a Thursday. Or you'll you'll listen to it driving at a 5 o'clock on a Friday morning. At this point, I'm just rambling on. I appreciate that. Got you guys. AgileDragonConsulting.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I appreciate the heck out of you guys. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.